0: Christian Carguy Radio Show.
1: I say this calls for action and now, nip it in the bud. Nip it.
2: In the bud. You got to nip it in the bud. To everything, turn, turn, turn. There is a season,
0: turn to turn, everything. Turn, turn, turn. There's a season. The birds told us that back in the 60s, or perhaps better, the Bible told us long before that. But it's a, a bit hard for me to grasp if you ever read Habakkuk 2.3 uh, from the standpoint of the vision, Terry's. And it goes on to say, the vision will not tarry. So I had a little bit of a conflict with that. I'll read the verse. It says, for the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it will speak, and it will not lie. Though it tarries, wait for it, because it surely will come. It will not tarry. So if you're like me, you're a little puzzled. What does that mean? It's going to tarry, but it's not going to tarry. Well, William Gurnall, in his commentary from the Christian in full armor gave me something to really just add some beauty to this verse. I don't think I'll ever forget. I've been thinking about it all week. He said, as the, as the herbs and flowers which sleep all winter in their roots underground, when the time of spring approaches, presently they start forth out of their beds unperceived. Thus will the promise come in its season. Well, as you grasp onto the reality that how many times now in your life, (laughs) in the midst of difficult situations, did you perceive that nothing was happening? But in its season, right? In its season, things happen. And so to lose hope, as it shows later in this verse, is actually to fall victim to pride because the symptom of pride is that I'm going to step into this and I'm going to have to do something. And so what the prophet wrote after that actually laid me kind of low because here's Habakkuk 4, 5, and 6. It says, but hold the proud. His soul is not upright in him. But the just, or a lot of people would read that, as the righteous shall live by faith. Indeed, because he transgresses by this wine, he is a proud man. He does not stay at home because he enlarges his desire as hell. And his death, and his, and he is like death, and cannot be satisfied. He gathered to himself all the nation, and he heaps up for himself all peoples. Will not all these take up a proverb against him, and taunting him, riddle against him, and say, Woe to him who increases what he has not! How long? And to him who loads him up with self with many pledges, will not your creditors rise up suddenly? And will they not awaken and oppress you? I say all that to say, and I know it's a little hard to follow, but as you meditate on that, it's essentially this proud man is not willing to wait on God. Like I, my car is broke down, and I have got to do something right now because clearly God has not stepped in and fixed this, so I need to get a new car, or I'm going to pile up debt in order to fix my situation. Or there may be other times that you just simply piled up your desire, and you brought on this woe that they're talking about, which is debt. And so when you look at that word woe in the Old Testament, if you look at it from the Hebrew standpoint, it's like God has left, or Elvis has left the building. (laughs) So this is not a good thing when God departs from you there. And so in my own situation, I think especially of when my desire, when I was back in the dealership, and I was wanting the dealership to get bigger, and I Piled up debt in order to get a new building, and I piled up debt in order to do this. I fell victim to this whine of desire, and as I piled up that stuff, boy, was I setting myself up to be somebody's booty. <laughs> you know what they say? Because eventually, the lender is the one who owns all the stuff, and wow. And yeah, this is the Christian Car Guy show, so if you're wondering, Robbie, where are you going? Where I'm going is... In season, what is your expectation as far as car repairs? And we've been talking about this because Popular Mechanics has a chart, which you'll find at christiancarguy.com as well as the rest of this article and what I've been talking about. But they show that the average new car is like $1,400 to keep maintained for 25,000 miles. But by the time you get to a 200,000-mile car, they say that to drive 25,000 miles costs $5,000, which that isn't even close to my personal experience or close to what the Bureau of Statistics says that the average car that's over 10 years old costs $2,352 to maintain. In other words, if you've got a car that's over 10 years old, the Bureau of Labor Statistics is saying that you're going to spend $2,352 That number becomes significant if you're really planning ahead to say, okay, if I'm going to keep this car, I'm really glad I don't have a car payment anymore, but it looks like you're going to have to save about $200 a month for maintenance. Now, the reason why I want to discuss that on today's show is I would really love you listening right now. If I haven't lost you, and I hope I haven't, how much do you spend? How many miles are on your car? We'd just love to hear, and I always love to, to, to hear how people are out there with 400,000 miles on it, 500,000. Some of you got just cracked 200,000, or if you just cracked 100,000, I would love to hear about it. We'd love for you to call in. It's a live show, 866-348-7884 is the number to call in and share this information, but 866-34-TRUTH. And what we'd like to know is, okay, how many miles are on your car? And how much do you think you're spending a year? And, and keep in mind that, okay, well, at some point in time, if you're going to put 250,000 miles on a car with an automatic transmission, you're probably going to need a transmission. And that's probably going to be in the neighborhood of $3,000. Or if you're going to keep the car for 400,000 miles, at some point you, you might have to put valves in the engine or you might even need to rebuild the engine. And so that might cost you four or $5,000. But those are the numbers I'm really interested in. What is your experience? and along these lines, and season and debt, we have our Christian insurance guy, Bill Mixon, who's with us, who's been studying up on some of this this week, looking at it from his perspective when it comes to pride and debt. And Bill, you have a different angle you came at with pride and debt than the one of I'm, you know, I'm not waiting on my season. My flowers aren't coming up
3: yet. <laughs> well, Paul talked about some good pride: pride in others, pride in others' accomplishments, pride in God. Second uh, Corinthians five twelve and seven four and eight twenty four. And in Galatians, he said each one should test their own actions, then they can take pride in themselves alone without comparing themselves to others. But most of the Old Testament and the New Testament that talks about pride, that it's a, a dangerous thing, that out of the seven deadly sins, it's the first and the one that causes the, the other sins to come about, and that we've got to be careful about looking at what we accomplish and giving ourselves credit instead of remembering that all good gifts come from God. So that in most cases, the concept of pride can be dangerous. It can uh, cloud our vision. It can think that we can accomplish something. And, you know, I've got friends with teenagers and and young people in their 20s. And I think back in my years back then, you you had this feeling you could walk between raindrops and that the problems that everybody else experienced, you just were too smart to let those things catch up with you. And then you get into the concept of insurance. You've got to have... You've got to be prepared for the worst. Um, You've got to save money. A lot of the things where you get into debt, the reason that you got into debt was that you weren't saving money all along so that you had that special amount of money set aside to take care of those problems that come. God doesn't promise that we aren't going to have problems. I mean, it just comes with breathing that certain things that occur and happen to all of us. But the one family that spends less money than they make each month and has a nest egg set aside for emergencies, they may only save $25 a week more than the next family making the same amount of money. But at the end of two years, one of them's got plenty of money to take care of the transmission that quits working, and the other family's in debt, and they don't have the money to solve the problems that come up. So I know in my life there have been situations where some debt is good. I mean, I want to live in a house. Living in a home is less expensive than renting. And I couldn't have bought the home I had if I hadn't gone into some reasonable debt. Um, I had to borrow some money to start my business. But in all the cases that I've ever borrowed money, I paid it off just as fast as I could. And I got rid of the shackles that would have held me back. All right, so pride and debt.
0: And how many miles are on your car? 866-348-7884, 866 truth Give us a call and share. of car ownership is the topic today on the Christian Car Guy show. Essentially, it has to do with pride and debt. And the reason that is, uh, I can never let go of why God originally asked me to start doing the Christian Car Guy show. That night in prayer, the, the very year I was still operating the dealership in 2006, God came to me in prayer and said, I want you to get on the radio and talk about what breaks your heart every day. And he knew that what broke my heart every day was watching people go from a $450 a month car payment into a $550 a month car payment or sometimes even as horrible as a $700 a month car payment. But I could see the rest of their credit load was just phenomenal and they were rolling tremendous amounts of debts into these car loans and they were making these huge monthly payments on, to get a car. They were trading in a car that was perfectly good that would have gone another <laughs> 200,000 miles. And yet they were piling this debt upon themselves for different reasons that essentially we're talking about the root of not trusting God in season or thinking that I need to provide some type of image of this car is who I am.
3: Robbie, how would their neighbors and their family know that they were successful if they didn't buy (laughs) that new car and go into deep debt?
0: So, I, you know, I, I just wanted to ask some of these questions today. I would love to know how many miles are, are on your car and what kind of average, because I don't trust actually the statistics I'm reading out there on how much it actually costs per year in maintenance because it's not my personal experience. I don't know of anybody that's had that kind of experience. I certainly would disagree with what is on the page at Popular Mechanics on how much it is. $5,000 every 25,000 miles for a car that has 175,000 miles on it. That seems crazy to me. So I have Vicky in Walkertown, North Carolina, and we'd love your call, 866-348-7884. How many miles are on your car? What do you experience on maintenance? Vicki, you're on a Christmas. I have over
4: 243,000 miles on my car. I have a 2002 Honda Civic. Wow. And, um, Because some years I end up spending more than others. Like I've had to uh, get the catalytic converter replaced, Mm -hmm. um, and that cost me like about $1,200. And then like about a year and a half ago, I had to to, uh, get the head gasket replaced, and that was probably about $1,500. But, I mean, that's not something that happens every year. Normally I just have to pay for oil changes. Now that my car is older, I do have to, I guess it's burning more oil. So instead of um, getting um, an oil change every 5,000 miles, I have to get it every 3,000 miles. Um, So I'm having to spend more on oil changes. And then, you know, of course you have those big expenses when you have to uh, do the, um, like the, what do you call it, the maintenance. um, Yeah, when
0: you do the timing belt and the.
4: Yeah, yes. a thirty thousand like mile service or sixty,
0: right. right. Right.
4: And those run like between five hundred, seven hundred dollars um when you get those done. Um so and, and how
0: I, how old I, how old is your car, Vicky?
4: Um, well I bought it in two thousand two, so what? This is thousand eighteen, so yeah. sixteen years. So we got a. It'll so we'll be 16 years old in um, August because I bought it on my birthday or two days after my birthday.
0: <laughs> I am so grateful that you called because this is a perfect. This is a perfect study right here. Here we have what I think most people consider a very um, uh, reliable car, a Honda Civic. It's a 2000. Yes, and I've
4: driven it. I've driven it everywhere. I've driven it to Iowa to DC. Wow. <laughs> um I've I've put a lot of miles on it, and it's fun to drive. It's a stick. So
0: I just love driving this car. Um, old oh, red trying... yeah. I, I that is that is very fun. So we got, it's a 2002, 16 year old car has 200 and how many? 60. Over 200, over 200. I just had an oil change last week, and it was over
4: 243 thousand
0: miles. Okay, wow, yeah, 243 thousand miles, and it sounds like there's some years you had a, a, like a big, huge $1,500 repair, like a a head yeah. gasket, and other years you had the big huge $1,200 repair with a catalytic converter, and, and you're probably doing one of those big services that it costs you $500 every couple of years. So, And the oil changes in the tires, that $2,000 a year is probably pretty close, isn't it? Um, I would say some years, and in
4: some years I would say it's less. But I don't it like sure I'm beats serious. the. How
0: much <laughs> did you originally borrow any money to buy the car?
4: Um. Well, my grandfather left me some money when he died, so I only had to pay like seventeen thousand, borrow seven or seven
0: thousand. Wonderful. It, so you so you only had like a couple hundred dollar a month car payment, if that.
4: Yeah.
0: And see, you know, so it's it's a wonderful thing to see. That that obviously there are some years you've been able to drive your car, for including maintenance, you know less than one hundred and twenty five dollars a month.
4: Yeah, for the most part, and it gets excellent gas mileage.
0: So yeah, and <laughs> I and, like and, my and, car, and it's really cool to me. And and have you named it Vicky? I have not given my car name. <laughs> <laughs> I had to ask. You know, I am. But <laughs> well, I, I am call it
4: the civic. I
0: am just one
4: time I called it silver because it's silver.
0: Well, silver uh, gray, but <laughs> There you go. And I said Hi oh silver. Hi <laughs> oh <laughs> Oh, I like that. That's really good. <laughs> well, Vicky, God bless you. Thank you for calling in. That's wonderful in our study today. And I'm hoping other people have the courage to call in and share with their car. All right.
4: Thank you. God bless you too. Thank and I you. enjoy your show.
0: I do. I'm really glad you called. All right. All right. 866 348 7884 is the number to call in and share. How many miles are on your car? What do you think you're spending on it? We're just trying to get an average to get people an idea. You know what? What are they looking at? The kind of car they have? How many miles? I love these cars that have a lot of miles, but hey, if you got one hundred and fifty thousand miles on it, or you know, I have been become accustomed lately to these cars that, like, we had a person donate a car to the Jesus Labor Love. It's a Toyota. It's over twenty-five years old and only has forty thousand miles on it. <laughs>
3: And it's really a cool car. So, Did you check for a whiteout, maybe they got in there and they fought <laughs> it out of one. We would love for you to hear
0: your call. 866 348
2: 7884. 866 34 Truth. To everything turn, turn.
0: The seasons of auto ownership today on the Christian Car Guy show. What season are you on in your car? We're trying to determine what are the average maintenance costs for folks out there. For real, we can see the statistics, but I don't think what they're showing in Popular Mechanics is accurate. So we would love to know. How much do you spend? How old's your car? How many miles are on it? We would, we're would we doing some research here. 866-348-7884. 866-34-TRUTH. We got Jeremy is in Salt Lake City, Utah. Jeremy, you're on the Christian Car Guys show. Good morning. Good morning. So, Jeremy, what you got? Got a 99 F-250. Got
2: 230,000 miles on it. Uh, We just purchased it last year, and from what I can tell, it never had any kind of real maintenance done to it except maybe oil changes. Uh And being 18, 19 years old now, it cost us about $5,000 to get it brought up to to where it was safe to drive and everything was working on it. Um, So I'd say on average, if you're doing your maintenance like normal, probably around $1,200 a year. Including old changes on it, and this truck's a diesel, so they're usually oh, wow. a little bit more expensive than than the others. And then my wife drives a two thousand and one BMW with a hundred. It has a hundred and forty on it now, hundred and fifty, and same thing. We bought it last year. We only had to spend about twenty seven hundred dollars on it to get all the maintenance done on it that had been neglected. And I'd say it's actually fairly cheap to to maintain yearly, probably around six hundred dollars
0: a year. See, that's what I was. That's what I was thinking. have you named either of those cars, Jeremy?
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, the big truck's the Green Beast. So it, it drives like a freight train.
0: That's awesome. Well, Jeremy, God bless you. I appreciate. That's really helpful because that's that's kind of what I'm thinking. That those numbers are high. So. And I don't know if they may be tainted by somebody who wants people to go out there and buy new cars or not, but something we need to check into. So God bless you. Thank you for calling in today.
2: You're welcome. Y'all have a good weekend.
0: You too. All right. We have Lori is in Sanford, North Carolina. Lori, you're on a, oh, we lost Lori, but we have Vernon in South Carolina. Vernon, you're on the Christian Car Guy show. Good morning.
5: Good morning. How
0: are you? I'm wonderful. You got a question for us.
5: Well, I'm just, I was agreeing with you. I don't believe the statistics are. Correct. Either, uh, I've got two cars. I've got a '99 Honda CRV uh, with uh, 314,000 miles on it, and I've got a, a 3 F-150 Ford with 213,000 miles on them. And the only thing I've ever done to the Honda, other than you just your routine maintenance, oil changes, replace the belt uh, every 100,000 miles. Uh, the drive shaft went out one time, and uh, I had a guy build me one. Honda place wanted about sixteen hundred dollars to replace the drive shaft, and I had a guy in Spartanburg that uh, builds yeah uh, drive builds shafts for race cars, and it was about three hundred bucks. And I put it back hmm. in. And uh, you know, you have to replace your brakes. You have to do brakes. There's maintenance that you have to do, but I've I've been driving that car for. Nineteen years now, and the truck I've had it for twelve. So. Uh,
0: yeah, I, I, I I'm 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 right alongside you there, but I gotta ask Vernon. <laughs> 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 Do those cars have names.
5: Well, the the Honda is it's green, and <laughs> we we prefer to it as greeny or just the Honda. You know, my wife last. I understand. Yeah, I'll say the Honda, but I'm gonna tell you, everybody and their brothers wanted to buy that car from us i bet. And, uh, I tell them it's like part of the family. We can't part with it. See, uh, everybody's pushing me to get a new car. It's time for you to get a new car and all the grandchildren, they want it. And, uh, I, I tell them I can't part with it. So <laughs> it's been a good one. And I mean, we've drove it And it, uh, there again. I'm sure, you know, each individual, it depends on how you drive your car and the maintenance. you. Ours has always been taken care of. The oil's changed when it's supposed to. And, uh, you know you keep them clean and in the garage and drive them properly uh i I believe cars today are built to where they'll last
0: Uh. yeah at least three hundred thousand, and maybe way beyond that god bless you vernon thank you for your call i agree with you i'm so glad you called in today thank Thank you you. all right we have tammy is in farmington north carolina tammy you're on the christian car guy show good morning Good morning. How are you? I am wonderful, and I'm excited to hear about your car.
1: Oh, I have a 1995 Oldsmobile. All right. Mm-hmm. And I call her. Her name is Betsy. <laughs>
2: That's
1: a great. And, uh, that
0: old Betsy's just a great <laughs> car name. I'm just saying.
1: It's all she'd do to crawl up and down the road. But anyway, I never spend anything on mine because, well, I'm just, I, you know, I just very financially bent you know but um I I haven't even changed the oil you right
2: know
1: uh I just keep on going in it and it has a lot of miles on it it still rides good I did buy tires for it but when I first bought it again six six hundred dollars for it
2: wow. I had to
1: put a I had to put a car uh, a uh, radiator on it uh water pump uh and I' was. Last year, I had to spend about $1,500 on it to put an air conditioner on it. Uh, I had to put three different ones on it, but they did replace the part uh, because it had a warranty on it, but I still had to pay the labor on it, and that's very high labor on it. And uh, so, uh, but other than that, the insurance enough to drive it and the tires is about what I spent on
0: See, there, There you go. I mean...
1: And I give it a bath about once (laughs) a year. The rain don't get
0: off of it. But (laughs) Betsy, I'm I'm listening carefully, and I'm hearing Betsy say, "Change my oil." I
1: promise her she'll just take it a few more paychecks, and I'm gonna hook
0: her up. (laughs) You know, you know, um, there's a lot of places out there that their idea is that we're gonna sell oil changes actually at a loss leader in an attempt to get you to spend a lot of money on your car, but you might as well take advantage of it, like. In in your area I think there's an N T B uh, the um that they change the oil for like twenty one dollars or twenty two dollars and they change the filter in the oil and away you go. Oh, really? oh Yeah, oh, oh yeah,
1: well I, I bet I bit. But then you just so gotta
0: better. you gotta be strong with them because they're gonna try to sell you ball joints and who knows what all for old Betsy, but you just say, Hey, I came in to change the oil <laughs> I
1: was saying that's what discouraged me from going because it seems like now I don't wanna say this. You know, I'm judging anyone or anything, but it seems like if you're a woman that that your car has got more trouble than you thought when you drove in, (laughs) all of a sudden it's falling apart when you get there, you know?
0: Well, that is, you know, that is the strategy. That's why they're selling the oil changes for $21 is they're really hoping that you'll spend more in repairs, but often it's not a bad thing when they say, here's some of the stuff you're looking at. And, and, and actually I would kind of milk it, Tammy, I would say, (laughs) well, you know, know, here I am, I'm on a fixed income, you know, you can help, help the lady out and, 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 and tell me, you know, just what's the bottom dollar you to fix those breaks or whatever it is that they say. And, um, but don't, don't fall, you know, just go in there because Betsy, she needs her oil change, Tammy.
4: <laughs> I
1: know, baby, She has been begging for a different jug of water. I'm just, it's like, girl, what? This is this. This oil here is just, uh, you know, this water has had <laughs> you know? But I want to also say, I love your station.
0: Well, thank uh, you, Tammy.
1: I, I don't know what I would do if I didn't get to listen to your station every day. It is so uplifting for me. I just wanted to add that, and I know that that's not what the call is about, but well, that, I love your your channel, your station. I love all the the uh, inspiring. It's so inspiring for me, uh, you know, because I'm alone in this world, and and I don't know what I would do without it. I just wanted to tell you it's just a great, and wonderful station.
0: Well, Tammy, you are a blessing. Can I pray for you real quick?
1: Lord, yeah, honey. I'll take them
0: anytime. time. <laughs> Lord, thank you for Tammy and listeners like out there like her out there all over the place that you have blessed us with the honor to be able to talk with every week. And, and I just ask your blessing on her. I bless, ask your blessing on Betsy that she'll hang on <laughs> that jug of water. <laughs> I just ask that you would uh, meet her needs in her life and continue to help her really feel that you're meeting that bigger need, that spiritual touch uh, as it comes through the airwaves, but more importantly, as it comes from you. And, and I thank you for the chance to talk with her today in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Tammy. Oh,
1: thank you. Amen. Amen. And it's also my wife's so name. So, I,
0: you know, I, I, <laughs> did you know my wife's name's Tammy?
1: <laughs> is it? Yes, it what, is. let's <laughs> go. Now, Are you in North Carolina as well? I
0: am. I am. I'm in winston Now, Center. where do you, do, you, do,
1: you, do you mind if I ask where you preach?
0: I, I am do not you? a preacher.
1: Oh, okay. I'm a oh, Christian. Okay.
0: I, I have a few radio shows, and I, I quite often get opportunities to preach across the oh, state okay. and i'll keep you up to date on that but, but okay, thank you for asking bad. all right god well, bless you
1: thank you so much and have a great wonderful day honey you too all right and bye bye, bye. bye. And god bless you
0: all i bless you all right well unfortunately i just dropped Lisa. i hope she'll call back 866-348-7884 we need to hear your car how many miles 866-348-7884 going round and round and it's tilting a little bit and it creates seasons and as it turns it's going to come around right. I, I, we know that Jesus has come back, right? We know that, that things, that God's going to do things in season that are going to be unbelievable. What we're trying to figure out today on the Christian Car Guy show is in the seasons of car ownership, as those cars get older, how much does it really cost to continue to maintain it, our experience and nobody that's called in so far as experience is anywhere close to the $5,000 for those 25,000 mi- per 25,000 miles over a hundred. They're saying at popular mechanics that a car with over 175,000 miles will cost you a $5,000 every
3: 25,000 miles. You know, it makes a big difference on whether you did all the things you were supposed to
2: early. Oh, there's no doubt about so that. So,
3: How oh. many people don't, go in and do all the things they're supposed to and then it hits them later. And the annual Bureau of
0: Statistics of the, from the United States government is saying it's $2,352 every year for a car over 10 years old. What do you say? We're asking 866-348-7884. We have a very patient Lisa in Richmond. <laughs> <laughs> Lisa, you, I hung up on you. I'm so sorry. Thank you for calling oh, back.
6: My hey, my pleasure. So, well, first, I wanted to piggyback on Tammy's call, you know, the one with Betsy. Yeah. Um, and just remind her to go, ask for a second opinion. So if she goes to get that oil change and they come out and they say she needs XYZ, right. To just like confidently say, all right, thank you. Just please do the oil change, no wipers or because we had an old uh, minivan that um, they said the engine mount needed to be changed. And we, we said, well, we'll wait and get a second opinion, and we gave it to my brother. He drove it for five years, <laughs> and um, we, we drove that minivan, you know, and we got it from somebody who was done with it. It was just like, we drove that, we got 15 years out of that. It was a Town & Chrysler, um, just like one of the, the little gold editions. Oh, but yeah. But the reason I, yeah, the reason I, want, all right, oh, and getting back to Tammy, um, don't forget the Holy Spirit. He will reveal what we need to know when it comes to places we're doing business with and mechanics. Because when I had a Fiero in um, the early 90s, I had a mechanic who put a massive cylinder on a different car for me. For my, um, It was like a big black car. And then I moved and I came back to that town and it was a Fiero. And he, he, every time I went there, there was always something wrong. And there was a lady leaving and she was having a meltdown. And I looked over and it was like the Holy Spirit just gave me a check inside because she said the same thing. She goes, why is my car breaking down all of a sudden whatever, long story short. I never went to him again, and that hero never had another problem. Never. And so, and I just want to, you know, we have to remember that the Lord will lead us and only get that second opinion. Yeah. I I thought
0: that's a great word, Lisa. I completely concur that the Holy Spirit definitely does that and and also, you know, sends us to, to other people for that second opinion and those kind of things. So how about yeah, your car and, now? I love the fact that oh, you have well, a Fiero. Okay. In fact, I have a friend who's probably right now going, Robbie, she has a Fiero. She had a Fiero. Oh, man.
6: <laughs> Those were <laughs> okay, great, so we neat have, cars. We have four in our family. We have four cars that are over 12 years old. Okay? So the one I'm sitting in right now waiting to chat with you, so I'm so glad that uh, you, you didn't hang up on me this time. But um, so I got this uh, second, the first car that I'm calling about, I'll just tell you the cars that we drive. Uh, this is a 2004 Ford or 2004 Ford Explorer Sport. Right. And all of our, and then the next one is uh, BMW 2006 wow. 325i. And then another one is a BMW that's 12 years old, and the most expensive thing was these upgraded rims that my son put on. And
2: wow. then the
6: other one that nobody drives that sits, this is funny, it's a 2001 Celica, Toyota Celica. Really? With 300,000 miles, but it doesn't always start in the rain. So when my when my one son was using it at school, you know, sometimes he would call. He's like, oh, I had to leave it at the mall. And so sometimes it had, like, a little bit of an electrical problem. Right. But I am here to tell you that when you do the oil changes and the tires, um, you know, you change them as needed. Your oil changes, your spark plugs, and we use seafoam. Seafoam, I was in line buying one at Walmart. You know what that is, right? It's the engine treatment.
2: Right. And you can put it in the
6: gas too. Some guy in front of me like there was a box that had broken so all the sea foam, the bottles like had a little film on them and he's like i'm not putting my back he was like almost hugging his bottle of sea <laughs> foam. i'm like oh my goodness <laughs> that's the yeah, stuff goodness. guess what you like our that our stuff cars, yeah our cars love them and anyone who's driving a car with over a hundred thousand miles to do a, you know, I are not endorsed to do this product for that seafoam, but
2: it is, it is the that's best good. product.
0: That's that's good to know. So your yeah. estimated cost on all those cars, obviously, that's that's really good information. How how much mm-hmm. would you say you spend per year on those cars?
6: I mean, I was trying to figure that out when I was hearing the other people who said, you know, less than a thousand and less than five hundred. Um, I don't. The only problem we had with the uh, Ford Explorer was one time the spark plugs. There was like just this brain. We had to brainstorm, and it was the spark plug wires. Right. And so that was more of the problem solving and the time consuming figuring it out. But we we are nowhere near with that that. Uh,
0: and nowhere near twenty three hundred dollars a year, or five thousand. now. so yep. six, seven, eight hundred dollars is, is—it's kind of yeah. A lot of folks are in there. Well, God bless you, Lisa. Thank you for listening, and thank you for calling in
6: today. Well, and you know what? Best wishes with your car show. Like I used to love the car guys and hear them on NPR for years and years. And so I just may God continue to bless all your ministries in all the different areas. But we need one in this car area because. There is. You know what? You can celebrate and use a dry... I'm not defined by my car, so I don't need it to be all pimped out and new. Um, but some of these will keep going if you just take care of them. And, yeah, they and will. And so anyways, I just you have such a good ministry here. And thank you so much <laughs> for taking my call.
2: Oh,
0: thank you. I'm so glad you called back. God bless. Have a great day. <laughs> all right. We have Terry is in Greensboro. He's been hanging on a long time. Terry, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Tell us about your cars.
7: Hey, uh, yeah. I missed part of your show when I went into the store, but I may have the record today. Uh, I'm in construction, and I always have. I'm a Ford man, and I've always had Ford fans, three-quarter ton extended cab, which is pretty rare to find used. Yeah. But uh, the day that I traded last year, well, actually, I didn't trade. I gave mine away to a friend because, like you said, it's like part of the family. Uh, let me back up just a second. I don't know how much time you got, but anyway, it won't take long. But I pulled over the day and took a picture of the odometer when it turned 200,000. And then I pulled over, you know, a few years later when it turned 300,000. And then I pulled over a few years later when it turned 400,000. And I'm talking original motor. I was the second owner. And uh, the day I gave it to my friend, it had 416,000 miles on it. It was a 5.4 Triton engine, which was, you know, you wow. probably know. It was a great
0: but you have engine. set the record today. Now I've had well, other, I wasn't sure. Yeah, you today. I've had others in 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 my years that are over 500, but today you got yeah. us. So how much a yeah, year well, would you say you spent on this to get to 400,000 miles?
7: Well, I don't remember what year I bought it exactly, but the only major expense I had the uh, the intake cracked one time, and you know I couldn't do that myself. I do a lot of stuff myself. I do my brakes. I do my I did spark plugs on it and if any of y'all know how big a job that is on a van you know that was a rough ordeal I said never again <laughs> but you know yeah it's definitely not up to the average that y'all been talking about uh, my dad was a mechanic he trained me you know to how important oil changing was and so uh, you know take care of them obviously it does depend on the quality of the machine oh sure but, sure
0: so probably yeah. five six hundred dollars a year maybe
7: yeah, yeah. and like uh, that. And my son, my son works Ford out in California, and he would say, Dad, I'm going to hook you up. And, you know, when the new body style came out, what, well, two, three years ago, I hated it, and I still don't like oh, it. Oh, man, Terry, in, and, I know, hate I to, to
0: run on one. you. I have run out of town That's now, fine. but thank That's you fine. for calling That's in, and God bless you. We still... God bless
7: you. Appreciate your show. Bye.
6: Thank
0: you. we got to get Jenny real quick. Jenny, are you still with us? I am. How many miles? What kind of car? I have...
6: I am so proud to announce this. I have an Isuzu Trooper, 1998. It grew up with my daughters.
0: You got to say quick. How many uh, miles? How many miles? Two
6: hundred
0: forty-eight thousand. Oh, that's so awesome! We got to run. Thank you all for listening to the Christian Car Guy Show. (laughs) Remember, slow down. Jesus walked everywhere he went. Got it all done in thirty-three years. Amen. Amen.